Greetings and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. Today, our story is entitled The Invisible Boy by Trudy Ludwig and illustrated by Patrice Barton, published in 2013. Our story begins in the classroom with Mrs. Carlotti, the teacher, trying to line the children up to go to a special class. You see, Brian, right behind Mrs. Carlotti, standing tall and straight with his hands to his side and being very quiet. The rest of the children offer confusion to the situation. Even Mrs. Carlotti has trouble noticing Brian in her classroom. She's too busy dealing with Nathan and Sophie. Nathan has problems with what Mrs. Carlotti calls volume control. He uses his outside voice inside too much. Sophie whines and complains when she doesn't get her way. Nathan and Sophie take up a lot of time and a lot of space, and Brian does not. When the bell rings for recess, Micah and JT take turns choosing kids for their kickball teams. The best players get picked first. Then the best friends of the best players. Then, after that, the friends of the best friends. Only Brian is left, still waiting and hoping. JT glances in Brian's direction, and just as quickly he looks away. We've got enough players for each team, he tells the others. Let's play ball. And Brian slips away from the game. Then in the cafeteria, Madison and her friends talk about her birthday party. Everyone's sitting around the lunch table talking about it. JT says, The rope swing over the pool was awesome. And Fiona adds, yeah, so was that water slide. That was the best pool party ever, Madison replies. I'm so glad you guys had fun. Everybody did, except Brian, because he wasn't invited. At choosing time or free time later in the day, while the other kids played board games and read, Brian sits at his table doing what he loves to do best. He draws fire-breathing dragons, scaling tall buildings, and greedy pirates digging for treasure, and space aliens locked in intergalactic battles. He's an excellent artist. And his favorite thing to draw is his picture of a superhero with a little boy saying, Hi, friend, 
have a cookie. He likes superheroes because they have the power to make friends wherever they go. Then, on Monday morning, Mrs. Carlotti introduces Justin, a new student, to the class. Brian smiles shyly at him. Some of the other kids sneak looks at Justin, trying to figure out if he's cool enough to be their friend. They haven't quite made up their minds yet. At lunchtime that day, Madison and JT watch Justin eat with chopsticks. What's that? asked Madison as she points at Justin's food. Justin responds, It's bulgogi. JT says, Bull what? Bulgogi, Justin explains. It's Korean barbecued beef. My grandmother made it for me. It's really good. Do, do you want to try some? JT says, There's no way I'd eat boogergy. And the kids all laugh. All of them. That is, except for Brian. He sits there wondering which is worse, being laughed at or feeling invisible. The next day, Justin goes to his cubby to put away his backpack. He notices a piece of paper with his name on it. He looks. It says, Justin, I thought the bulgogi looked good. Brian. And he drew him a nice picture of himself trying the bulgogi. And the caption reads, Yum! At morning recess, that day, Brian finds a piece of chalk on the ground and he starts drawing away. He's drawing a dragon. Justin approaches him and says, You're Brian, right? Yeah, Brian says. Thanks for the note. Hey, Justin, Amelia calls out from the tetherball court. You're up next. Justin says, sorry, I gotta go. By the way, that's a really cool drawing, he adds before taking off. Back in the class, Mrs. Carlotti asks the kids to team up in twos or threes for a special project. Kids scurry around the room to pair off. Brian heads toward Justin. Emilio says, ah, I'm all ready with Justin. Find someone else. Brian looks at the floor, wishing he could draw a hole right there to swallow him up. That's how bad he felt. Then Justin says, Mrs. Carlotti said we can have up to three people in our group. We are only two. Come on, Emilio. Let him work with us. Emilio replied, Okay, I guess. Mrs. Carlotti gives the class directions for the project, saying, Your assignment is to work together to write a story about what you see in this photograph. Use your imagination and have fun. Emilio says, Whoa, cool. 
What kind of people do you think live in houses like that? Justin replies, I don't know, but I'll bet Brian could draw them to go with our story. Brian smiles and takes out his lucky pen. On the next page, you see the three boys working together, cutting and pasting and writing their story. They entitled it The Crooked Story We Made Up on the Spot. And you see each boy has a hat that they made. One is narrating the story and the other two are holding four pictures that they drew. It's lunchtime again after their story group project. Brian's least favorite part of the day. To him, it's another 20 long minutes of kids talking and laughing with everyone else but him. Brian, he hears someone shout. Hey, Brian, over here. Brian turns and sees Justin waving him over. Emilio nods at Brian as he makes room for him at the table. On the next page, you can see the three boys sitting together at the lunch table. And Justin is offering Brian a chocolate chip cookie. Maybe, just maybe, Brian is not so invisible after all. The end. Now, children, how many examples in the story can you think of that show Brian's invisibility? Who else was feeling bad? If you said, Justin, you're very observant. Did you know that, notice that Brian tried to make Justin feel better by writing him a note and drawing him a, a picture? Brian was feeling bad after the kids had laughed at Justin. Now think, how many kids did it take in this story to help Brian feel less invisible? If you thought about Justin, yes, just one person helped him feel less invisible. Do you remember what Justin did to make Brian feel less invisible? If you remember, Justin thanked Brian for his note about the bulgogi. You are right. You have a good memory. Justin also asked Brian to join his group with Emilio for the group project. And Justin also asked Brian to sit with them at lunchtime and offered him a cookie. Now, children, think back to a time when you noticed another classmate at recess or lunchtime all by themselves with no one to play with or talk with at the lunch table. What can you do in that situation? If you thought about asking them to join in the game, that would be a great start. Or just ask if they'd like some company. Introduce yourself and start a conversation. That's the beginning of a new friendship. 
Now, let me ask you to think how you would feel if you were Brian. You would not feel good. I know it. Be on the lookout for somebody like Brian and do your best to be kind to them. Try to make them feel less invisible. The more people you know, the happier you will be. There's an old saying, the more the merrier, and I hope you will find that to be true in your life. Thanks for joining Little Readers Podcast today. Remember, you can pick up The Invisible Boy at your local library and you can see the lovely pictures. You can also see how the illustrator made Brian seem invisible in the story by using just black and white pictures or sketches for him. The pictures make the story. Until next time, this is Miss Joan signing off. Have a fabulous day with many friends and new friends.